All right, we have some cheese of the day that I think you should do the intro to, and then, yeah, I'll just jump in and out and just give me, I could guess, I give him, give him the context. Go ahead. Um, okay, so I don't know if it really has an intro. Well, okay, it was intended to be, first of all, I have three sisters and I guess a brother, and the sisters were concerned for my dad. <clears throat> and so this was today was almost like a surprise intervention. Um, almost like a rescue mission. That's how they were kind of putting it. So that's what happened this morning. So it's one way to start a Saturday. Um, a little background. We can't do all of the background. But basically, I grew up in a cult. <laughs> so grew up in a cult. And about what is it, six, maybe seven or eight years ago now, um, I left that cult. And ever since then, haven't really had much contact with my parents. Um, I maintain the most contact of all four of, or all five of the siblings um, for some weird reason. <clears throat> but I maintain the most contact for the longest amount of time. And, but recently I haven't really talked to either of my parents um, the last time that all of us sisters saw my dad was Father's Day of this year. And my youngest sister, she actually saw my dad for the first time in six years that same day. So it was a big day. Um, <clears throat> that actually went better than we expected. But that was the first time that he had all of his girls together in God knows how long. And then my youngest sister has not seen my mom in six years. And today was the first time that she's seen my mom. And it just, it was not, I knew what to expect from today. But it was, it was very difficult for the older siblings. My sister and my younger sister and myself, we, we've kind of already come to terms with the absence of having parents and a family. Um, but the older sisters had a really hard time letting go of our dad. Um, but you know, it is what it is. So this morning we go and we all meet up at, where we're all going to go meet up at my mom and dad's house. And I get a phone call while I'm still at home. I get a phone call from my youngest sister and she's like, Hey, are you on your way? And I go, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm on my way. I was not on my way. But tell her, yeah, I'm on my way. And she goes, dude, I just drove by mom and dad's house. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, they're having a sale, like a garage sale. And I thought, okay, I didn't know it was at their house, but I drove by and it's a, it, they're having a garage sale. She said, Rochelle, it's not even just a garage sale. It's a moving sale. And I was like, what? It's a fucking moving sale. They're moving. And I go, you're shitting me. And she's like, no, there's signs posted all over the place. It's a fucking moving sale. And I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, I, I don't even know. She's like, we're going to wait for you over here, and then we'll meet up at the house when you get here. She's like, okay. So we get there. <clears throat> I'll meet up. And the youngest is like, she's ready to fight. She's ready to speak her mind. She's been bottled. Like, she's had a lot of frustration, resentment, unforgiveness, and like just hurt against my mom in particular for the last six years. And she's just ready to go. So we get there, 
And she's like, let's go fuck shit up. And I'm like, okay. The, mind you, my younger sister and I are the only two that really cuss. The other two, the older siblings, are they're still in church and all that stuff. So they try to refrain from it. Um, but she just, she says what she says. And so we go and we walk up to the house. And Christina, the youngest, she's like, who should be in front? And she was just ready to go. So we're like, well, it doesn't really matter. Just go ahead. So she walks in front. Then goes me. Then my other two sisters are walking side by side. So I walk up to the house and we switch positions. My sister kind of like walks, like kind of like refrains and holds back and slows her pace. And I keep walking up because I've been so, like I said, I've maintained conversation and I've maintained somewhat of a relationship with my parents. So I've been to the house multiple times. Um, So I walk up and I see my dad and he's in the garage with another friend which is really really interesting that he was there so this particular gentleman that was there is the husband of one of the other ladies that was a part of that cult and like they're still friends obviously with the the lady and her husband was there when we knew the husband he was not even remotely interested in being a part of the church and so to see him there hanging out with my dad that was really weird but I ignored it. it was whatever. So I see my dad. My dad sees me. And he has like this look of surprise. Like I've surprised them at the house before. Like years ago. Or just sporadically over the years. So I show up and he just kind of like, oh, hey. And I kind of just, he doesn't say anything. But he kind of like looks at me. And I look at him. And then my mom's standing nearby. And she sees me. And she's like, hey. And I look at her and I was like, Hi. And she goes, and then she looks past me and recognizes that I have the other sisters. And they're both of their faces. It's just like you could see the realization on both of their faces when they looked past me and saw the other sisters. And their faces just sunk. And my mom looked fucking pissed, like so irritated that we all rolled up. And immediately I knew her guard was up. I mean, first of all, my mom hasn't seen my sister. I don't even know that she really like acknowledged her presence, but she sees all of us. And immediately she knows it's not going to go well because for the past several days, they've been trying to get a hold of my dad. <clears throat> I guess I should give that bit of a background. So what in, what what caused us to go to have this like I guess you could say intervention was the fact that the middle sister, she reached out. Okay, so my dad has five kids. Well, six kids, I guess. <clears throat> but he's got an older son, um, two older daughters, myself and my youngest sister. Um, and he had one that, an older brother that had passed away. But he has these older kids. He's got three kids with his ex-wife. And then he has myself and my younger sister with my mom. So... The older siblings were trying to get a hold of my dad. And, like, Lisa, she's the baby of that side. And she just, she has been so hung up on trying to get a hold of my dad ever since she left, you know, and just hasn't had much relationship, excuse me, much relationship with my dad. So she just, she loves him. She's a daddy's girl, if you ever saw one. And so she's had the hardest time giving up. I've told her countless times, like, let it go. Nothing's going to change. It's not going to change. 
The only thing that's going to change is if someone's close to death. So she was trying to reach out. She texted my dad, no response. She tried calling him, no answer. She's just trying to reach out to him for the past few days and finally decided, well, shit, I can't get a hold of him via phone. I don't know, maybe he got a new number, just didn't didn't decide to tell us, which would not is not unlike my parents. For years, I was the only one that knew where they lived. Um, nobody else had any, they even had their address, which is, that just gives you a hint at my family. Um, so <clears throat> she's like, well, fuck, I'm going to email him. So she sends us all a screenshot, me and the sisters. She sends us a screenshot of what she intends to tell my dad. And basically telling him, Dad, I've been trying to reach out to you. I'm trying to send you pictures of my son. Like, I'm trying to keep you involved in the, our family's lives. Um, but <clears throat> you haven't reached out. You haven't responded. I, If you don't want us to have anything to do with you, like, if you want me to stay out of your life, if you want me to stop sending you messages, just let me know. Like... Basically telling him, don't be a coward. If you want to tell me, just come out with it. If you don't want anything to do with me, just tell me. So she had messaged him. She couldn't get a hold of him. So she sends us this draft of an email. And I'm like, I don't know why you're bothering, but okay. So she sends this email. Mind you, the email that she had for him was my dad's work email. So she sends this email, gets an automatic response. Turns out my dad doesn't work for the company anymore. Brand new information to all of us. So the older sisters start panicking, like, hold on. Like my dad is within retirement age, but he hadn't been talking too seriously about it. So it was kind of surprising. So they start panicking. They're like, he doesn't have a phone. He's not responding or or he's not responding to us. Like, because the phone number that he was using was his work number. So if he left the company, he doesn't have that number anymore. He doesn't have that phone anymore. So like, he doesn't have a phone. He doesn't have an email. Like, how are we going to get hold of our dad? So they try to text my mom. No response. And my mom is ignoring everybody's texts. She did respond. They told me to text them. She's like, well, why don't you try? See if she responds to you. So I sent her some bullshit message and I asked her, like, hey, do I have any mail there? And she's like, if any mail shows up for you, I send it right back to the post office so that you get it wherever you're at. I'm like, okay. (coughs) So... She sends that, or she she doesn't respond besides that. And I said, hey, does dad still have the same number? No response. Shocker. So I tell Lisa, my sister, I said, hey, why don't you email dad at his personal email? She's like, I didn't even know about that. She tries, no response. So then finally she texts my mom, or no, she decides to email my mom. And says the same thing. She basically forwarded the same message to my mom. Says, hey, I just want to get a hold of my dad. I want to talk to him. Um, but you guys let me know if you don't want us to be in your life anymore, this, this, and that, like just trying to manipulate and guilt trip. My mom is not easily guilted. I don't think she has a conscience. So she sends this message and she's like, I hope you guys are doing well. My mom's response, we're doing great. Thank you. Any personal, um, photos or messages can be sent here. So basically if you want to get a hold of your father, you can come through me. My sister lost her shit. All the sisters lost their shit. They're like, are you fucking kidding me? We can't get a hold of our dad. Hence the intervention. So we show up. They see me. Then they see the sisters. And they're like, what the fuck? Not happy to see any of us. So I walk up and now I'm in the front. And I go, hi. And he's like, my dad just gives me this almost like disgusted look. And... 
like laced with irritation and like I said, I know my mom, I told them, my mom is going to feel defensive simply because she's going to feel like we're ganging up on her. All the sisters coming at them. But whatever, like if that's what you guys want to do, I mean, we need to figure this out and I guess I'll help. So <clears throat> we walk up, they have that pissed look on their face. Stephanie walks up past me and goes into the garage to go say hi to my dad. She gives him a hug and she's like, hey dad. And he's like, hey kiddo how are you? And she's like, how are you? He's like, I'm good. And she goes, and there's just dead silence between all of us. Like we're all just sitting there. Mind you, they're having a garage sale. So there's people walking up. Um, this guy, the, you know, the friend's husband standing there just like, well, this is awkward. And I know he doesn't recognize us. Like I know he doesn't know who we are until like much later. And because there's people there, my mom walks away. No, did she? Yeah, she walks away, goes and talks to some person that's there. Like, oh, yeah, you know, walking them around, letting, asking questions. And we're just sitting there in silence. <laughs> and we're looking at each other like, what the fuck? So then my sister Stephanie goes up and she kind of like, she's talking to my dad. And she's like, so what's new, dad? And he's like, nothing. She's like, you're moving. And he goes, yeah. And I didn't know this, but I guess they bought a trailer. And they have a truck. So I don't know. Maybe they're going to become nomads and just travel around the state. I don't I don't fucking know what their plans are. My dad's never discussed that. Neither is my mom. But with their cult leaders, who knows? <clears throat> so I hear Stephanie talking to my dad. Mind you, so it's Stephanie in the garage next to my dad. Lisa right at the entrance of the garage. Then me and then my sister, Christina. So we're all standing there <clears throat> and... She's like, so what's going on, Dad? Like, where are you guys moving to? And he he knows where they're moving to, but refuses to tell us. He's like, still praying about it. I'm like, bullshit. And he's just standing there. And he's so uncomfortable. Like, he does not want us there. Like, we could feel the tension. And she's like, so you were going to move and you weren't going to tell us anything? Mind you, Stephanie's the one that's being the softest. Like, I can tell she's the one going in trying to be, like, the peacemaker. She's the most neutral of the sisters. Every time I say the sisters, I keep thinking of um, Hocus Pocus. So, she's like, "Um, she just weren't going to tell us? And my dad, immediately, super defensive, he looks at her and he says, I don't have to tell you anything. I owe you nothing besides loving you. So that pissed Lisa off. So Lisa's like, immediately her fuse was lit. And she's like, well, we don't feel it. How are we supposed to feel it? You're sitting here rejecting us. And she's like, dad, how are we supposed to feel like we're loved if you won't even talk to us? And he's like, anything that you have to say, you can go through my wife. And my sister Stephanie was like, "Um, (laughs) excuse me? If you want to talk to me, you don't have to go through my husband. And he was just like, anything you have to say, you can go through my wife. And she's like, you're kidding me. And then Lisa was like, no, I've tried to reach out to you. I've tried to reach out to your wife. I've tried to get a message to you through your wife. She refuses to answer any questions about you. She will not tell us how you're doing. As soon as we ask about you, she doesn't respond to us and she just ghosts us and she doesn't respond and she she doesn't reply to anything that we ask. So no, we can't go through your wife to get a hold of you. And she's pissed. 
And she's like, how the hell are we supposed to feel like we're loved if you're sitting here rejecting us? You've rejected me. You've rejected my kids. You have no relationship. You have all of these kids. You have five kids, and you're not going to have a relationship with any of them. So she's just going off. And she's like, you have 16 grandkids. You're not going to know any one of them. I'm trying. I have my son right here in front of you, and you want nothing to do with him. And you sit here. You haven't seen this one. You haven't seen your youngest in God knows how long. You don't want anything to do with this. How are we supposed to feel loved? And he's like, I don't owe you anything besides loving you. And she's like, well, there's no love there. And so she just starts going off. And I kind of zone out. And I'm not really listening to what she's saying. Because, like, I'm getting uncomfortable. Simply because it's like, okay, we should probably take this in the house. But I know my mom. I know she's not going to let us in the house. Because immediately when we walked up, this bitch started freaking praying. And I'm like, oh, God. You think you're going to cast some demons out of here? Like, get the fuck out. So she was like, she's going off and yelling and getting like aggressive. And I'm just like, I wanted to stop her, but I'm like, you know what? This is her time to shine. I don't fucking care. She's burning. If she's going to burn bridges, may as well, you know, make it spectacular. So she gets loud enough to where it's getting a bit awkward. And there's obviously still people there. And these people are so fucking nosy. They're basically mowing the driveway. Like, trying to mop the concrete and so my mom walks up and she's done and so she walks up and she's like okay that's enough that's enough stop stop and Lisa looks at her and she puts her hand up in her face and she's like no and she goes I'm talking to my dad and then my mom was just like don't you raise your hand at me Lisa she goes this is my house you're on my property and she slams her head on hand on the table and I'm like first of all (laughs) seriously (laughs) fucking immature can you be you're gonna slam your hand who are you trying to assert dominance over so she's like this is my property you're on my house you're in my house and lisa's like no you're selling this house this isn't yours and so it's like and i can i look at lisa's hand and her hand's trembling like she's so like her adrenaline's pumping she's like emotional and and she's just just going off and she's just like no I've tried to reach out to my father and my mom's like no you have no place here she's like this is my property and when she slammed I forgot when she slammed her hand on the table she was just like she goes no you're on my property you have no right to talk to me like that she's like in the name of Jesus and I'm like oh my god are you really trying to like rebuke (laughs) like are you trying to rebuke us right now because it's not gonna work So I'm like, oh my gosh, this woman's making a fucking fool out of herself. Mind you, there are people around. And I'm just standing there. I'm totally silent. So Lisa's going off. And then finally, like after she's done yelling at my mom, then my dad says, I'm done. That's it. That's enough. And she goes, he goes, you disrespect my wife? Then I'm done talking. And she's like, oh, seriously, really? I'm disrespecting your wife? How about all the times she disrespected me by not allowing me to talk to you? Why do I have to go through your wife to talk to you? How is that not disrespecting all of us? And my dad, I've never seen him be such a coward. He had nothing to say. And he had no authority. He had no spine. Like, it was just, it was pathetic. And I've never, ever in my life used that adjective to describe my dad like it hurts to sit there and look at my father 
and to not see him as the man that I remember him as. I always looked up to him. I always wanted to be like him. I always wanted, I aspired to be my father's son. Like, that's how he saw me. He raised me to be his son. He raised me. He had a son, but he was never around. So he raised me to be a son. He wanted me to help him lay flooring. He wanted me to help him build things, to lift things. Like, I was my father's son. And to now see that I'm stronger than my father, that's disappointing. And it's like, I'm not even like, that's the worst adjective you can use. Like, I'm not even mad. I'm disappointed. So I just see this like fraction of a man that my dad used to be just standing there, avoiding eye contact, like crossing his arms, just so not open to any conversation. And he's like, I'm done. And then I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm fucking done with this bullshit. And so I finally talk. And we had been there maybe like five minutes and I was silent, just listening. And finally, like, I'm just like, seriously. So I go, what did I say? So he's just, he's telling us, like, I'm done. And so I looked at Stephanie and Lisa and I said, look, he's done. Nothing's going to change. And I said, dad, I hope you're okay with this. And I said, the fact that you've rejected all of your kids, that you want nothing to do with any one of your girls, you have all four of your girls here. And you're going to tell us that you don't want to talk to us anymore. We haven't spoken to you in God knows how long. And now we have to go through our mother to talk to you. Really? Like, okay, nothing's going to change. I hope you're okay with that. And he said, you don't even want to spend time with us. You don't even want to have a conversation with us. And he goes, I haven't rejected you. And I said, excuse me. And Christina then pipes up. And she goes, you haven't rejected us. Your wife has. She has. And she points at my mom. And she's like, she rejected me. And then my mom was closer than I thought. So my mom walks up to my sister. And she looks at her. And she goes, Christina, or I don't even know if she said my sister's name. But she goes, stop. And Christina goes and she gets in her face. And she goes, excuse me. She said, stop. And Christina's like, you know what? Fine. And she's like, I'm done. So she walks away. And then <clears throat> my mom comes up to me. And so I tell my dad. And, I, and he goes, what business does light have with darkness? It's a scripture basically saying that somebody that Christians shouldn't hang out with non-Christians. That's basically the sum of that. And so I told my dad. And I said, what does that have to do with anything? And I said, that's ridiculous. And I, he's like, well, what business is it? You know. And then I said, dad, that's, re- that's stupid. And I said, so you don't want to talk to us. And I said, what does the Bible say? And I said, Jesus hung out with the sinners, dad. He hung out with the tax collectors. He hung out with the prostitutes. He spent time with the sinners. He had dinner with them. And yet you can't hang out with us for a couple of hours. And I said, and who the hell are you to sit here and tell me that I'm a sinner? And he goes and he points at my tattoos. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I knew he was going to throw that in my face. And then Lisa, she's like, I knew it was going to come to that. I knew it. And I was like, yeah, I do have tattoos and I'll get more. And I said, so what does that have to do with me being a sinner? And I, and he goes, he goes, you know that we're not supposed to be unevenly yoked. And I said, so you're that insecure and who you are and your relationship with God that you can't hang out with your own daughters. What? Do you think that my sin is going to rub off on you? You're not strong enough to hang out with me because you're not strong enough as a Christian? Really? And then my mom comes up to me and she gets in my face. And it wasn't so much that she was like yelling at me or like telling me with like authority to stop. It was more so like she was pleading with me. Like because she was going to throw a particular scripture in my face, she starts pleading with me, like, Rochelle, stop. Like, please stop. And she's in my, like, mind you, my mom's like 5'4". I'm 5'9". And she's, like, looking at me and with, like, these doe-eyed eyes. And she's just like, Rochelle, please, just stop. 
you know the Bible. I know it's in you. The scripture's in you. I said, no, mom. And she's like, Rochelle. And I go, no. And I go, that's bullshit. And you're sitting here saying that you can't hang out with us. And she, and he goes, it says to honor your mother and your father. I said, no, that's bullshit. Honor goes both ways. Respect goes two ways. It's a two-way street. Why should I honor you? You're not honoring me. She's like, and then my dad is like, we don't owe you that. I said, excuse me, you don't owe me that? I'm a human being and you don't owe me any honor. You don't owe me any respect? Fine. I don't owe you shit. And my mom's like, Rochelle. And I said, no, mom. And I said, that's ridiculous. And she's like, you know what the Bible says. If you don't honor your mother and your father, you're only going to be cursed. And I said, do it, mom. And I said, the only curses that I'm going to have are if you're sitting here telling me that. And I said, you're going to throw that crap in my face. You're going to throw the the Bible in my face. And I looked at her and I challenged her. And I said, do it. You want to curse me? You do it. And I said, the only curses being spoken are out of your mouth. She's like, no, Rochelle. I said, do it, mom. Curse me. And she walked away. And I said, that's what I thought. So I look at my dad and I go, there is nowhere in the Bible where it says that you can't talk to your family. I don't know who you're talking. I know who you're listening to. And I said, but that's crap. And he's like, you guys need to repent. And I said, no. And I said, you have no right to dictate what it is that we're to do. Who the hell are you? Are you God? And I said, dad, show me in the Bible, where it says that I'm to repent to a man. If the Bible says anything, it says you're to repent to God, not to a man. And I said, and you want me to repent to a man? I repent to no man. And I know the reason that they're so defensive and they're so pissed off and why they rejected all of us, especially me, is because of the pastors that they were listening to. They hold them as if they are gods. They hold them up to this this fucking standard as if they're untouchable and that they're Christ in flesh and you can't say a word against them. Like that's a whole nother story, but I was never allowed to say a bad word against them. I haven't even spoken their name in a long time, especially to them. So I tell him and I said, nowhere in the Bible does it say that you're to repent to a man. And I said, and you're sitting here telling me that I need to repent to people. He's like, what? So you're just going to hurt people and that's okay? And I said, where does it say in the Bible that I'm supposed to repent to a human being, to a flesh and blood man? It doesn't say that in the Bible. You can't tell me that because I know it's not in there. And I said, you say I have the word in me. I know that's not there. And he was just like, you have, you, that's, you know, it's, if that's what you want. And I looked at him dead in his eyes. I've never talked to my dad this way. And I looked at him and I said, I owe no man anything. You don't owe me anything. I sure as hell don't owe Ron and Maria a damn thing. And I knew that's who he's talking about. And his face got, he had such an interesting expression. And I said, I owe Ron and Maria nothing. I will never repent to them and or nor will I ever repent to a man. If I'm going to repent to anybody, it's to God. And how the hell do you know that I haven't repented? That's not your place. But you're sitting here, you're playing God, and you're telling me that you know what I'm doing with my life, that you know that I'm a sinner and that I haven't repented. And that's why you're choosing to reject your kids. And I said, that's bullshit. I don't know who you're listening to, Dad, but that's not okay. And that's not accurate. And I said, so I will never repent to your men. <clears throat> and he was just like, okay, that's, that's, that's on you. And I, and he said, and then 
I said, oh man, the shit that I said. So he goes, and I said, who I repent to is between me and God. And he was just like, okay, we'll find out. And I said, yeah, we will find out. And I said, we'll find out who's right and who's wrong when we get there. And who knows where I'm going to go. I said, I honestly have no idea where I'm going to go. Because the God that you preach says that I'm going to hell and I'm never coming back. And there are a bunch of people around. Mind you, all of these people that are around, my mom is preaching to. And she's ministering to. And so I said it as loud as I could. And I said, no, the God that you preach says that I'm going to hell and I'm never coming back. So we'll find out where I end up going. And I looked at him and he's just like, he doesn't know what to say. Completely silent. He has nothing to say. And my sisters are like, ooh. And I'm making good points because in the Bible it does not say you ever repent to a man. Ever. You only to repent to God. And... So my sisters are just like, "Mm mm-hmm, that's a good point. That's true. And they're just like listening. And mind you, I had been silent this entire time. So it's funny because the one thing that I've always strived, uh, one thing I always saw from my dad and people always recognized about my dad is he doesn't talk much. He doesn't say much. He'll be in a room with a bunch of people for hours. And he doesn't say much. But when he does speak, everybody listens. And I always wanted that. I wanted my words to hold weight. I wanted that when I speak, it's worth listening to. When I speak, it's a it's a voice of authority or it's a voice that is of reason. I always str- I wanted that in my life. Like, and it was always because of my dad. Like I always heard those, and I that resonates in the back of my head. And that's exactly what happened today. I was dead silent, and I had nothing to say until I had something to say. And so finally, I kind of ended with it. And I just told him and I said, look, dad. Oh, and I told him too. I said, how is it okay that you want nothing to do with your kids? And he's like, you left me. And I said, no, we left a building. We left people that we didn't want to hear from. And I really wanted to get into that, but I, it it was like going to be a waste of time. And it's like, I only have a short amount of time. So it's like, I need to take advantage of it. So I told him and I said, how is it okay? I said, dad, I hope you got a good look at your daughter. And I said, because you will never see Christina again. And I said, and I hope Michelle got a good look at Christina because she will never see her again. She hasn't seen her in six years, dad, and she's never going to see her again. You will never see these sisters again because you're making this decision. You don't want anything to do with us. So I hope you're okay with that. And he said, if that's what you guys want. And I said, no, that's what you want. That's what you've decided. And I said, so I hope that the small glimpse that you got of your daughter, your youngest daughter, I hope that's good enough for you because now you're never going to see her again. And I said, Dad, how is it okay that the last time we saw you very well could have been the very last time that we saw you ever? I said, I had to find out later that you were close to death. How is it okay that you almost died and you still refused to reach out to us? And he's like, well, you weren't there to begin with. And I said, really? I said, so it would have been okay with you if you died and never saw any one of us again, ever. And I said, okay, that's fine. That's that's what you're choosing. And I said, dad, to be perfectly honest, I gave up on both of you a long time ago. I don't need either one of you. I don't want to see you guys again. I'm okay with it. And I said, but these two, they needed closure. These older sisters, they've been holding on to you. They've been holding on to this hope and this dream of seeing you again and restoring this relationship. But I hope now they understand it's over. 
and it's never going to happen. You were close to death and you still wanted nothing to do with us, so you're never going to change. I hope you're okay with this being the last time you see your daughters. And I said, Dad, I will always love you. I love you. I always will. And he's like, I love you too. I've always have. And I said, that's great. And I said, I will always love you. And I hope that wherever you go, you're happy and you do well and you're, 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 you're doing well with yourself. I hope whatever it is that you're going to do is what you want to do and is what's going to make you happy, but you will never see me again. And I just walked off and the sisters followed. So we left and we walked down the street, go to my car and because we had all met up. So Stephanie and Lisa drove together. It was me and Christina. And Christina had bounced. She, as soon as she walked away, she left and didn't look back. And so we get to the car. And I was leading the pack. And so I get to my car. And when I turned around, my full intention was to look at my sisters and be like, well, I hope you finally, like, not to throw it in their face. but Because my sisters have been bitching about my dad for so long. I'm like, dude, it's not going to change. I don't know what you want me to tell you. They're not going to come back. Let it go. Like, I understand, but it's like, just grieve him as if he's gone because he is. He's not coming back. And they just, for years, they refused to listen to me. So I really intended, as soon as I turn around, to be like, well, I hope you guys are over it now. Like, have you seen what you need to see? Like, we're good. We're done. And so I turn around and I see my oldest sister sobbing. Like, she is crying uncontrollably. And I'm like, fuck. I'm not a hugger, but I'm like, God damn it. So I was like, ah, fuck. So I walk up to her and I just kind of hold her and I'm just holding my sister and she's crying so hard that she's trembling. It, the kind of tears that she was crying, it was literally as if she had had, she had found out that her father had just died, which essentially, like all things considered, he did. He just died to us. So she was just crying, and I'm trying to comfort her, and I'm just holding her. Mind you, we are not a hugging family. I'm a hugger. I love affection, but my family is not that way. For some reason, we're not affectionate with each other. But I'm holding her, and I'm just hugging her, and I'm letting her cry, and just kind of trying to comfort her. And Lisa is watching, and she's crying a little bit. And I'm only crying, like, out of sympathy, because I don't like seeing my sister cry. So I'm just like, oh sad like you know trying to pat her on the back you know and kind of getting a little emotional just because she's so torn up and then Lisa walks off and she goes and walks back to the house and I'm like oh shit and mind you Lisa was the one that had popped off and was yelling like aggressively I'm like fuck so Lisa Stephanie and I are just standing there and Steph's like shit I wonder what Lisa's gonna go and do and I, I can't even imagine so we're talking and she's just like I just I needed to see it for myself she goes, honestly, I wasn't scared to come here until Lisa and Seth, or Lisa and Christina started saying, like, what are you expecting? Like, what are you, it's not going to go well. So it's like Lisa and Christina were freaking out about it. I'm in the group chat. I fucking hate group chats. And I was just ignoring it. Um, so I was just telling them, like, give up. Like, I'm over it. Christina and I are over it. Like, just, they don't, I guess Lisa and Stephanie just didn't really, they were still holding out hope. But Stephanie wasn't afraid to go until they started saying things. So she's like, honestly, my heart was pounding out of my chest. I was feeling nauseous. And she's like, I guess I just needed to see it for myself. I've seen him. He's standing. He's breathing. He's alive. I guess that's it. I'm, you know, I have to be okay with it. But then she meets comment. I'm like, oh, there we go. They haven't fucking given up. She's like, I guess that's just it. Unless he wants to reach out. So she still thinks that maybe my dad might reach out eventually. 
but I'm, I'm hoping that after it settles in, she'll give up and stop hurting herself by holding on. Um, so then Lisa walks back and Stephanie was like, what did you say? I went up there and I told him, I hope you're okay knowing that your daughters are over here sobbing. And I'm like, first of all, I was not sobbing. I've shed enough tears over these people. I was not crying. But she's like, I hope you're okay with seeing, you know, that your daughters are over here crying over the loss of you and just sobbing and they can't, they can't stand the thought of losing you. But I hope you're okay with that. You know what? You don't care about me. I don't care about you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, really? You went like Maury? Come on. So as I'm listening to Lisa, it's, I wish she would not have said that simply because now if she never sees my dad again, she's going to tear herself apart knowing that those are the last words that she spoke to my dad. I don't care about you anymore. If you don't care about me, I want nothing to do with you. I don't care about you. She's going to regret that because she's the one that has been the most attached to the idea of my dad somehow coming back and just needing him and wanting to him to be in her life. So unfortunately, she kind of opened herself up for that torture, but that's how she left it. Um, but, and then she, I know she's not going to be okay with it, but so unfortunately that door is still kind of open for my sisters, like the older ones, but Christine and I are like, okay, cool. That was the last nail in the coffin. I'm chilling. I mean, we were already okay. Honestly, that coffin was all but completely under six feet. So I, for me, I'm, I'm not hurt. I just was hoping that this would be it for my sisters, but I understand why, like it's hard for them, <clears throat> but yeah, so that. That was that was my morning. So, yeah. What time did you guys go? Um, we got to my dad's house at like 8:45. And then I was texting you. I said it was it is this is going great, which I was being sarcastic. And then I told you it's not going well. And I think maybe oh, I texted my sister. Let me see what time. I think we we weren't there for very long cuz what was there to talk about? Yeah, it sounds like you were there forever. I know. Honestly, it's like when oh, you told yeah. me it was going great, I was like, oh, good. I was being hopeful, <clears throat> no. like high key or like low key hopeful. But at the same time, it's like, then you text me that. It's like I was being sarcastic. I was like, oh, oh God. <laughs> and at the same time, I'm recording another podcast. So I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. I can't. I can't. I have to ignore you. <laughs> so I put you in d- and d- do not disturb. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I do not disturb your ass. And then I and then I got like a, a a text message from from WhatsApp. I was like, why is this going off? I was like, oh, so I switched my my watch mm. to that. So I was like, okay, well, I'll handle you later. So anyways. Wow. Um, well, it's only because I mean I couldn't. I, know, I, know, was, I was in the process of recording. Yeah. So. I mean, damn. the only reason that I was even messaging I knew you were busy, but the only reason I was even like sending you a voice recording is I was like, shit, this is fresh, mm-hmm. and yeah, I know I how forget, you are. Which is exactly why I said we need to record this yeah. while I was eating. Yeah. I was like, crap, she okay. I know how you are. <laughs> if I don't tell you immediately. <laughs> well, yeah, and also too because it's fresh and like it's yeah. you. The felt, emotions you told, are you, there. you told me, yeah, you told me certain things. And then, like, some of it didn't even come out in this part of the story. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, you know, that's, that part's not important. But at the same time, it's like, fuck. Like, that's that's crazy. And yeah. she's just sitting back. Your your mom was just sitting back and not and listening to all this, just watching. After I popped off on her. No, she, no, on him. No, no, no. After I popped off on my mm-hmm. mom and I told her, go ahead, curse me. Mm-hmm. She walked away and went to the end of the driveway and that was it. 
and she was just watching from a distance. Oh, shit. Okay. At least she didn't hear everything else, I guess. I'm mm-hmm. sure she heard because we weren't quiet. I mean, they're not, they don't have a huge driveway. How long ago did you think you, well, after you guys left, you and your sister, Christina, ooh, how long was it until like you guys, done? it's like, okay, I'm over it. Like I mourned it. Mm-hmm. It's done. I think it's, it's weird. So like the older sisters, well, everybody really. They've all had resentment towards my dad. They've all had, and my mom. Like, they've all felt resentment towards all of them. And I I personally, I didn't hold it against them because I understood where I'm not justifying what they did, the the, the decisions that they made. I'm not at all justifying it. But because I came from that world, I understand it a little bit better than they did. And... I kind of just told them, like, I don't know. I think after I left, I left the church. I swear everybody else was bitter about it longer than I was. But I think it probably took me maybe maybe a year and a <clears throat> half, maybe, max, to be like, okay, I'm finally, like, I'm done and I'm I'm okay if I don't see them again. I think it took me about a year, Christina probably about two years. But then I know the wound was reopened when she had her son. Because now she knows that her son doesn't have grandparents. You know, so it's like that's a fresh wound. And when she got married. But, like, she didn't have her dad to walk her down the aisle. And that was personal to her. She's the baby, you know. Me, I'm like, fuck it. (laughs) Walk myself down the aisle. Um, But, yeah, it took me about a year, maybe a year and a half. And other than that, I kind of came to terms with it a lot sooner. But I also knew what was coming. Like, I knew what to expect. Yeah. Damn. So what did you guys do after? So after she came back, what did you say? Oh, I said this, and then and then what? Parted ways. And I, I just told them, I said, honestly, I hope this is enough for you guys. The only reason I came out was because you needed closure. Mm-hmm. I was fine. I was over it. And I already, you know, I talked about it. And I said, I didn't need this. And I wasn't going to shed more tears over it. I'm not hurt. I, it's just, it's confirmation for what I already knew. Yeah. So I just hope that you guys are okay. Mm-hmm. Like that, honestly, you two are my only concern. I'm chilling. Like I don't care. Um, it is what it is. And I hope that you guys are okay and you can finally move on and live your lives. And then um, I think Lisa, Lisa asked me, so where are you going on vacation? Because I think for that Instagram post that I had posted, like the countdown. Oh, she's yeah. like, so where are you going on vacation? And then I told them and they're, she's like, both of them were like, oh my God, I've never been on a cruise. They've never been on a cruise, either one of them. I, I expected it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Just um, because of, I mean, if you've never been on anything either, then it's like, okay, well, kind of like, yeah, damn. Well, like, I, I, think, I feel like it's like a lot of people, though, haven't been on cruises. Very rarely you meet people. Oh, I've been on a cruise. But if it's like when they're kids, it's like, that don't count. Yeah. It's like saying, oh, I've been to Vegas. It's right. Like, oh, but I was like 15, 12. It's like, you yeah, I couldn't do anything. Even right. like with my parents, mm-hmm. I was like, you guys have never been to Vegas. When, like, I've been to Vegas. <clears throat> yeah. Well, except for the recent times when I went with them, because if we've got, well, they've seen me drunk. Well, the first time with them, it was pretty hilarious. We went gambling, we were chilling. Oh, I remember too when I was twenty-two. I think my dad and I, we just we, my mom was in Peru, and we drove out there. <clears throat> just say, hey, hey, you want to go to Vegas? Really? He was like, yeah, let's go. Fuck it. All right, let's go. So we went. We got a room at the Dollar Tree. So I mean, Dollar Tree. 
<laughs> the double tree <laughs> we got a room at the double tree for like a hundred bucks i said screw it so i found it i got it and then we stayed there for one night just for one day just uh, me and him gambling drinking and chilling and it was a good time it was a chill good time just me me and my father and then we literally never mind we drove we drove we drove we drove, we drink and drove, drove and drank no both of us <laughs> literally of course you did. i was passing the microphone to him getting the microphone back the microphone it was a microphone sized alcohol drink <laughs> thanks dad <laughs> stupid um anyways so yeah they were just they were excited for us like oh well, i hope you guys have a good time again and i will be in san diego for my birthday i told her i was like well this is my birthday present for my parents. <laughs> and it's like, and then I kind of shouted in that, not really, like shouted in that direction. Happy birthday to me. And then that was kind of it. <clears throat> could you guys still see them from the angle that you guys were at? I could see my mom um, because I guess like <laughs> some little like community police, whatever. I don't know. They were driving around. They had like a little Corona emblem on their truck, like this, like a city car. They were driving around. I guess for some reason in that community, you're not allowed to put garage sale signs up because this bitch just went and pulled my mom's garage sale sign down. Oh, shit. And I think she fined It's probably part of like an HOA or some shit. Or just like that specific area. Like, yeah. You well, you remember my parents' house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even then, like, it may, maybe it's probably part of that. That's crazy. Just yeah. some bitches do that. I was like, mother... Yeah. Oh. And then my mom was like signing something. Um. So, yeah. But so they could... She could see us from that particular angle, but she was too busy talking to the whatever community, community police yeah the little community mall cop um but then that was it said goodbye they wished us a good trip and that was it and then i left from there and i went to because like there's a place that we used to get our um oil changed and i needed one so i was like fuck going to honda last time i went they made me spend a grand for nothing well i know not for nothing but they made it me was for some, well, yeah it no was it was significant and i'm glad i did it why are you so mad car. about it? Look, it at, look at how great your car, dude. Oh, so what? You but needed it. It's your only car. We're working which you in just house. paid house. I know. I did just pay it off. Yeah, exactly. So why are you crying about it? I'm not crying. Do you see tears? Yep. You're so full of crap. I see lots of tears. Whatever. No, it's just. No, I know, but still, it doesn't, dude. It's okay. You spent a grand. I mean, how much do you think damages are going to be on a house when? Oh shit! The fucking the thing popped or this popped, this popped. Luckily, I know how to fix exterior stuff but yeah, all internal stuff is like we're probably gonna at least split or what's it called um <laughs> spend a shilla on it but either way whatever it is what it is anyways and it was a good money spent because it honda was, yeah. fixed what you needed to fix and i even told you i was like you need to get that check i don't even know what right. the fuck that sound was but yeah. hey and it could have been worse mm -hmm. you would have lost the car yeah yeah you're and welcome <laughs> so <clears throat> i went to go get my oil changed mm -hmm. at that place and then I tried calling. Well, I did text my sister. Oh, so I found out. I, we got there like eight forty-five, I think. Damn. We barely left at like nine. Like we left at nine twenty. I text because that's when I text my sister. I text her just yeah, to really, see if she yeah, was okay. All that happened. Yeah. And that's nothing. That's, <clears throat> I know. I don't have any of the what. Well, I text my sister because after we got out, like I I saw her car wasn't there, so I was just like, "Hey, are you okay?" Mm -hmm. And then told her we were barely leaving. So yeah, after that, I just went to go get my oil changed, and I called her. And told her what happened. Just the Lisa thing? Oh, just told her everything else because she wasn't there for it. Wait. She wasn't there when I popped off on my dad. Wait. Wait. What? Okay, Christina so when, when, when did she early. leave? When did she leave? Because it sounded like you said as after we were done, we all left. And then yeah, she me, immediately and Lisa. just walked off. Oh, no, so Christina what, had walked off way early. Okay, so when? When Before my mom got in my face and cursed me. 
she had popped off. Like she, when Christina, she told Christina to stop. Christina was like, "Fine, you want me to stop? I'll stop." And she walked away and left. Oh, damn! That was like five minutes, not even ten minutes into us being there. So, yeah. So I called her, updated her on like what happened, and then talked about that. Just kind of catching her up. <clears throat> I kind of low key wonder how they feel. Let's go to the group chat because I text them and I said, "Let me see." So I said, "So that was fun." <laughs> Lisa said, "Case closed." Yeah. Right. Um, Christina said, I bet we'll appreciate Thanksgiving a lot more this year. And Lisa, well, I'm glad I'm, well, I will. Oh, I will say I'm glad I went back and said what I wanted, but I wish I had said so much more. Christina said, kudos to you for speaking your mind. I wish I had the chance to. Lisa (laughs) said, but yes, I'm done. Closure for sure. I now have to stop worrying about him. Uh, I hate seeing my siblings cry. I had to say something. I'll probably cry later to my hubby. But for now, I'm angry. I'm angry and just a feeling of disgust with Stephen. It's my dad's name. Oh, <clears throat> Data. I mean, not Data. What's his name? Oh yeah. Um, feeling of disgust with Stephen because he didn't care and was not a man I want to remember or ever want to see again. And then I said it was needed for you and Steph to finally have some closure. Welcome to our world. Um, and then Stephanie popped off and said a bunch of shit, and then um. So, yeah, it was just like a bunch of going back and forth about how they're feeling. I mean, I think it's going to take some time and the reality is going to hit. But you'll find out on Thanksgiving how they feel because I'm sure it's going to be the topic of conversation. Really? Unfortunately. There's going to be a lot of talk about it and then eventually they'll stop and I'll talk about the kids. Wait, why would we talk about kids? Let's start talking about I'm just saying, like, basically, change of subject. Oh, okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Well, I mean, we're just going to be there for a couple hours, really. True. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we get to celebrate it. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's... I don't know. It's a glimpse into my world. Oh, yeah. On the, what's, what's So tell us what the next episode's going to be about, as far as, like, for this topic. Um. Well, I guess kind of shedding light on this whole perspective that my parents have. Like, the reason why my dad has really pushed us out and why he's quoting scripture at us is because of the church they were a part of, which I referred to as a cult. Um, I guess it would be kind of diving into what it was like growing up in a cult, like not growing up, but spending like a good majority of my adult, like early adult years there being like mentally and emotionally abused by like the pastors. I'm excited for that episode. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you don't even know all of it i mean you know like tidbits but you don't even know all of it because specifically because you wanted it to be podcasted yeah big time all right till next time <laughs> bye